everybody it is monday it is two weeks uh, since the last stream so that must mean it is total evercade podcast time uh hello to everyone who is here in the chat already we've got a uh, a good bunch of people in already so before we do the uh, the round robin of who's here let's see who we got in the chat we've got mr rob taylor who's always good to see you my friend we've got mr skipkins in the chat as well good evening mr nick we have got Kai Fletcher, wonderful to see you, good sir. I wonder, just before we carry on, I wonder if Kai Fletcher is related to Cole Fletcher from um, Harchester United on Dream Team on Sky One. If you can okay. let us know, um, <laughs> you know, if you didn't watch Dream Team on Sky One, you will not get that reference. But um, yeah, I wonder, I wonder if, if they are. We'll see how the that fictional one character down. Cole Fletcher. Are you related? <laughs> uh, Mr. Nixie in the chat. Good evening, good sir. Mr. Triangle Face. We've got Ziggy. We have got Lammy Pie. If my mouse catches up, there we go. We've got Mr. Lammy Pie. We've got Snaztastic. Mr. Pete, good evening, sir. We've got Mr. Crazy Burger. We've got Shadow Gaming UK. We have got a full house. Jason South, wonderful to see you. We've got Mr. Rampage Talk. I hope you are very good, sir. Really hoping that your campaign to be YouTuber of the month is going well. We shall check in with you about that. And then we have Mr. Arnold. I hope everyone is doing well. We've got a packed, packed bunch of people here already. Wonderful to see. Um, cool. So let's uh, just go through. We have got with us this evening, Mr. Ryan. Good evening, everyone. I just want to um, just point out that Goldtooth Gaming's here. Always great to, to see ah, him. Yes, here he is, Mr. Goldtooth. And uh, you recovered from your birthday now. I have, yeah. I'm um, fully recovered, drinking a beer again. So, yeah, back to... Back to normality and the depression of being 40. So, um, yeah, brilliant. Middle-aged, it's setting in. I know, horrible. horrible. It's coming for us all. Not <laughs> long is. ago. And also, uh, wonderful, wonderful Mr. Derek, Sir Top and Hat. Good evening, good sir. Good evening. And how are you doing, God? You all right? Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah, busy week, but yeah, very, very well. Excellent, excellent. So we have got a uh, packed show as always. We have got lots of things that we're going to be talking about. Um, little teaser, Ryan did say he was going to give us an Intellivision 2 review, his most favourite car on the Evercade. So hopefully he'll have something ready and spicy for us in the, uh, in the next section. Uh, but as always, let's kick things off with the latest news and what have we been playing? So, Ryan, what have you been playing? Okay, so if I can grab it, I have been playing the Sydney Hunters collection, which if you tuned in a couple of weeks ago, um, I've got given this as a birthday present. Uh, so this came with four games on it. So you've got Sydney Hunter and the Shrines of Peril, Sydney Hunter and the Sacred Tribe, Sydney Hunter and the Caverns of Death and jester um 
so I've had a play of the games on here. I've given a bit of a review now as well, really. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I wasn't overwhelmed by it, to be honest. Um, I think these games could have probably been on an Indie Heroes cartridge. I, I don't think they necessarily needed to be on their own collection. Um, Jester is like a poor version of Pac-Man, very slow. It's not a Sydney Hunter game to me. Um, the Master System game and the Intellivision games, that's Sydney Hunter and the Sacred Tribe and Sydney's Journey. All you seem to do is jump. It doesn't really mean <laughs> much else to the game unless I'm missing something. Um, they look nice, but the kill detection's really um, well over the top for me. I think it's quite cruel how it, um, well, quite unfair to be honest. Um, and the it's a SNES version, isn't it? Sydney Hunter and the Caverns of Death. Yeah, Caverns of Death SNES. Yeah, yeah, it's quite nice to see a claim at the start as the developer. That was quite nice. Um, I think you see that on the Master System one as well. And um, but I, I like the look of that game. It's a nice looking game. But again, it's just ridiculously hard. Like a drop of water, dead. Touch, <laughs> fly, dead. It's yeah, it's really difficult. Um, but yeah, I wasn't going to give a review of that, but that's what I've been playing, as well as in Television 2, which I will give a review of shortly. So, yeah. Splendid. And Mr. Top Hat, what have you been playing, good sir? Well, just to touch on Ryan's um, Sydney Hunter, this month it featured in Retro Gamer magazine, and they scored it 68%. So if you are interested in that out of 100, it's called 68%. So uh, that should give us some sort of indication of uh, they enjoyed it also. But for myself, <laughs> I've been absolutely uh, packed to the brim, loving Forgotten Worlds. And uh, this is just an awesome game on the uh, and to be honest, I've forgotten just how good it was. And uh, I put it on just for a, a short burst, and uh, I've ended up being hooked on pretty much every night. I mean, it's crammed to the brim with lots of different creatures to shoot and uh, also lots of fatal obstacles to, uh, to kill you off. And uh, if people want a little hint, if you want to do better, if you want to uh, not spend too many credits, uh, one of my uh, good tactics is on the first level, get the flying stone from the shop. Okay, mm -hmm. get the flying stone from the shop and uh, put your speed up to ultra high. Okay, and this will give you maximum maneuverability. And mm -hmm. uh, that will make you pretty untouchable for the first few bosses. Obviously, you'll still have to watch out for what they're firing, but it really does help. So uh, that's just a little tip there for people. They're going to get into this because, uh, yeah, I really have forgotten just how good it was as a game. And, uh, yeah, fantastic. It was magic. In fact, the first go I had, I didn't actually drop a credit on the first level. And I was quite impressed with that because I thought I'd be dead in like 30 seconds. That's why I put it on just for a quick short burst. and thought, oh, that's all right because I've got to get on and do some other things. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that didn't quite pull off as I planned. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> fantastic, fantastic game. Excellent. Uh, I have, I've been a bit lack, a bit lacking in, uh, catching up with some games. Um, I'm just starting to feel myself again. So I'm, I'm slowly getting back into the world and pulling myself back into the, into the world of all the wonderful things. Um, what I really, really, really like a Spice Girl, what I really, really, really want is to dive into a new cart. So I've got one you can borrow for as long as you want. 
possibly not the one that you're going to review. Um, so I'm going to throw it out to the chat over over this year because I, I haven't picked up a new cart for a little while now. Um, and you guys join in as well. Someone tell me what is the best cart to come out this year so far. Um, and I will probably dive on that cart once the stream has finished because I, I need a new cart. I would love to have a new cart to play. Um, I did, after our last stream, go back over Coffee Crisis because I know we sort of, we all talked about it in a quite a good way, but we gave it some some negatives as well. And it's been a really long time since I played that game. So I thought, you know what, my, my evening game for a little while is going to be a bit of Coffee Crisis to try and um, just sort of familiarize myself with it again. And I'm actually really enjoying it this time around. And I don't know if it's just because we talked about it and said some negatives and then in the back of my brain, I've kind of um, put it down a little bit and... I sort of went in maybe with slightly lower expectations. Um, but I'm actually really enjoying Coffee Crisis this time around. It's, um, it's uh, yeah, it's quite good. It's quite good. So, yes, everyone in the chat, throw out what is the best car this year so far. Um, and I'll try my best to keep a tab on what people are sort of saying. We'll get the general consensus. And at the end of the stream, I'm going to go and I'm going to get a brand new car for myself because uh, why not? Why not? Middle of the month. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, latest news. What is our latest news? Uh, who would like to kick us off with a bit of news? I was just going to, um, Nicholas Skippins in the chat has um, put that um, Evercade are going to be at WASD XIGN in London. Well, I believe yep, they're there indeed. now. Yeah, they're yeah. there now. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen a picture of a stand or anything or, or what yeah, they've they got. Have, yeah. oh, okay. Um, be interesting to see what the setup is there, what you know, what people can play, what unless yeah, you know Derek. Yeah, there's a bit of Duke Newcomer, a bit of full void, things like that. So uh, yeah, there's a selection of uh, sort of ones you can't touch for a few months to have a go on. So yeah. Excellent. There's there's quite a few cool people heading to WSD as well. So uh, for anyone in the chat who is going, uh, our good friend uh, Mag over at the Middle Age Gamer Guide podcast or uh, Twitch channel, he's going to be there. Make sure you keep your eyes open for him. Give him a high five uh, when you see him. He's a really good guy. Uh, yeah. Anyone in the chat, if you're heading to uh, WASD, do take some pictures of the Evercade stand and um, send them over to us. We'll, we'll put them in on the next Evercade, pod Evercade podcast. It'd be nice to see them there because I don't think they've done a, a UK con before, have they, Derek? No, no. Excellent. So, yeah, it's going to be nice to see uh, see a little bit of representation for the UK. Exciting stuff. Um, so, yes, news other than uh, the Evercade at WASD. Has anyone got some news? throwing it out there I thought, I thought derek might have had something um Put no i mean we're going to cover the delayed uh <laughs> we're going to cover the delayed cartridges uh later on aren't we so yes. yeah i didn't want yeah, to sort of are. chip chip in uh, okay. about that and obviously uh tomorrow you won't have the uh the duke nukem announcement that'll be coming later this month mm -hmm. um but hopefully worth it. That's the thing. So hopefully worth it. But pre-orders, of course, will be going live tomorrow for the cartridges. So, um, yeah, if you do want Duke Nukem, do make sure you jump on them nice and early because I'm sure they're going to be very, very popular. So how many they're going to bring in in the first wave, I'm not quite sure. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't and you do want them for Christmas, you might need to wait till the new year. So, yeah, definitely get in on there early. Okay. So wise words from Derek there. Get on that pre-order and don't hang about. These things do disappear quite quickly. Okay. Let's move swiftly on to uh, the topic that has been on everyone's mind for at least the last two weeks. <laughs> the moment has finally come. Oh, this I... is time for Ryan's in Television 2 review. The cart that he always said bothered him that he could never have a complete collection and then mr <laughs> nick craddock got it for him for his birthday what a guy what a guy and now ryan has had to play it to tell us his thoughts ryan i pass this over to you i, I i'm trying to get a game going on it at the moment um because i want to show you i just want to play the sound of the game but i can't get it working that that just sums up this cartridge for me um a lot of content and none of it works that's that's where I would go with it. So I first started by playing auto racing. Uh, it took me till we get the game. Let's get the let's get the um, screenshot up from the Evercade website in case people don't know what I'm talking about here. Mm. I think that um, I think getting that on the screen, people can share my misery with me whilst I played this <laughs> this horrible cartridge. Um, and I'm amazed that I'd, oh, I'll get to it in a minute. Um, I will start by saying that I know a lot of people do have nostalgia for the Intellivision, and I do know that certain people do enjoy the Intellivision. So this isn't a personal dig at you. I never grew up with the Intellivision. The first games console I had was the Nintendo NES. So, you know, NES to me is miles away from the games on here. Um, anyway, so the first game I started with was Auto Racing because I thought I'll go for an alphabetical order on my on the cartridge um, and you can see auto racing there i couldn't i after about five minutes of faffing around with um getting the pad on the screen pressing one two three enter zero enter trying to get the bloody thing to start um i did manage to get the car to move but i couldn't turn there was no physical way for me to turn that car i was pressing up down i was doing all of these and i couldn't do it um so I see someone there in the chat has said you need to use controller two to play it. So basically you're saying it's useless on this, which it doesn't say in here, which it again is quite disappointing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, let, let me just go through motocross rubbish, just bounces around all over the place. Can't control the bike. It's just too fast. Stadium mug buggies, rubbish. Can't control the cars. I didn't have a clue what I was doing on that, whether I was racing, destruction derby. I don't know. Um, snap sharp shot. I don't even know if I played that, to be honest. I must have done, but it must have been one of those I couldn't, couldn't start, couldn't figure out what I was doing. Um, reverse I don't even think I knew what I was doing on that. Couldn't get it going. Um, super pro decathlon. I will say the opening of that's quite nice. It's quite nice music. Bit of the, um, you know, made me feel like I was at the Olympics in the 80s briefly. Um, and then I started doing this 100-meter sprint, which you'll see the guy doing here. Couldn't, I didn't know how I was supposed to move. The, the um, manual on the cartridge isn't very helpful. Um, so, yeah, didn't, didn't enjoy that one. Won't go back to it. Um, mountain... What's it called? Mountain Madness. I should have my glass on. Mountain Madness Super Pro Skiing. I just want to play to you the noise this game makes. So let me know if you can hear this. Oh, 
Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. That's the noise of the game. Horrible. Horrible game. And again, really hard to control. Doesn't work with the Evercade at all. Um, so yeah, not one not one for me. Um, were there any positives on here? I did. Star Strike, I didn't mind. Once I figured out how to get going and uh, Hover Force, is it? Hoover Force? Didn't mind that. That wasn't too bad, but again, wouldn't play again. Cloudy Mountain and Tower of Doom. Everyone told me, yeah, they're really good. You'll enjoy them. Um, I, I think I might revisit them. Tower of Doom wasn't too bad, actually. I did manage to kill like a snake on it. So um, I was obviously doing something right on that. Cloudy Mountain, I need to have more of a read of the instruction manual, to be honest, and figure out what I'm doing on it. But I have to say, this is by far the worst cartridge on the um, Evercade for me. And I was quite right in my justification of never wanting to buy it. And the fact that Nick brought it for me as a present, I will forever treasure it. So I won't ever sell it. Um, but yeah, it's not for me. And um, would I recommend it to anyone? No. Would I recommend it to anyone who likes Intellivision? No, because the controllers, well, I can really get them working. So um, yeah, I don't know if, if the top hat wants to add anything, maybe <laughs> try and balance it out, put a positive spin on it. But yeah, not for me. Not for me. Awful. Yeah, I mean, it, a lot of these games, it can take a little bit of uh, to get to grips with some of the controls. And uh, especially with ones where you have to switch to other joy pads, you press like R1 or L1 uh, to switch over to that. So that perhaps that needed to be made just a little bit more obvious. Uh, two I do actually enjoy are, of course, uh, Tower of Doom and Cloudy Mountain. I really found myself getting into those. But then I quite enjoy Dungeon Crawlers, as I've said before, with Rogue 64 that came recently. Um, mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things to sort of take in you have to find a boat on like cloudy mountain to get across the rivers and things like that and once you uh, once you really uh, sort of get involved in it um yeah there's a there's a great bit of fun to be had on those two so um yeah they're they're in themselves i mean that that would have done for a dual cart for me and perhaps leave off the others but um yeah those two are excellent from my point of view because uh dungeon crawlers are my thing but uh yeah if they're, if they're not then obviously yeah i can appreciate that a lot of people uh aren't too keen i do know quite a few people that enjoy reversi um it's not a game i'm particularly into myself but yeah i do know there's quite a, a good following for that on evercade and uh mm -hmm. yeah people do enjoy playing that one so uh yeah big shout out to that game because i know it's a popular one for people mm-hmm interesting it's uh yeah it's 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 a system that i don't have nostalgia for i don't think i've actually played the intellivision 2 cartridge or you can do i can bring it into um, <laughs> work on wednesday and you can have a full go and give us a review in um two weeks you i'll tell you what take it home with you if you want have a i'll tell you what why day. not why not let's do it let me uh have a bash on television too and see if there's something on there that i can come back with and uh sort of rebuff a little bit the uh, the negativity on it because i kind of remember the intellivision one cart being good fun we played that at your house didn't we for uh, christmas a couple of christmases ago and yeah we had a lot of fun on that i really ruined Dorbs's astro smash score by uh well, just being being terrible at the game um <laughs> he was but doing those... really good those yeah, games Princess are playable. Quest is brilliant. 
It's like they put all the best games of in television on cartridge one, and then we just got dregs on this one. And I, I don't know who on earth signed off on this. I, and and to still charge seventeen ninety nine for it. Sorry, Nick. I know you paid seventeen ninety nine, and I am forever grateful for you um, <laughs> purchasing it for forever me. saying that. Yeah, I am. I really am. Um, and what I will say is, it does look really nice on my shelf with that number. I've not filling it. I've not got a gap anymore. And I do like the cover art. I think the cover art's nice. So it's not all negative. I do like the cover art. You just don't like the games. <laughs> I like the games, but I like the cover <laughs> art. The thing we buy the Evercade for, and you're not keen on the games. Oh, God. If we get another Intellivision cart, that's me done. I'm not buying another cartridge. <laughs> if if we get any more, or a super Intellivision Super Pocket, I can see that coming as well. Yeah. Well, that'd be all right. No, it's got to happen. <laughs> with all these games on it for those who just want it in their pocket all not the all of them no that'd be too good a value but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. About six of them. take take off cloudy mountain and tower of doom and put on <laughs> something other. Oh, I've, I've tickled myself there i can't i can't let's, <laughs> let's move on <laughs> i've got nothing else to say about it just awful well there we go we we all waited with with bated breath and uh, Ryan delivered on the uh, on the review there that we all thought was going to be completely negative, but in fact he likes the artwork. So you know it's uh, it's it's all swings and roundabouts. But thank exactly. you, Ryan. Whoever Always. designed that, give yourself a pat on the back because that artwork's quite cool. <laughs> I like it. Beautiful, beautiful. So that's going to segue us uh, nicely into. Uh, our next topic, which is the current game of the month. So if you have an Evercade VS or an Evercade EXP, you can update your uh, system every month and get a free game for the month, which will uh, feature on Indie Heroes Collection 3 at some point next year. Uh, so the game this month is Bone Marrow. Um, now, it won't surprise you that I have yet to play Bone Marrow. One of the reasons, though, I will stipulate is um, there was something to do with updating your system can affect certain cartridges. So we can come to that later because I know someone has, has said that. So I have um, not updated anything, but have either of you two updated and played Bone Marrow? I'll, I'll just interrupt now, I'll interject now, sorry. I haven't played it yet because I was having so much fun with Intellivision 2. I never got a time to to download it or update my VS. So apologies, everyone. I haven't played it yet. Uh, but I'm sure um, Derek has and will be able to give us a full review. Yep, I have indeed. Yeah, I've given this yes. game a thoroughly good blasting. If you're wondering <laughs> what type of game it is, it's got quite a long sort of title. It's a role-playing board logic puzzle game. So, uh, yeah, to sort of put it into context, um, as you can see there on the screen, you're on the board and um, there's a funny scarecrow looking fellow. That's the enemy. And, uh, and there you are partly leveled up during the level. Now, you can go through several stages uh, of leveling up your opponents. Now, I'll just go through some of the objects on the screen there. Um, if you match up two swords, for instance, uh, they have to be the same type of sword. Uh, that will give you more strikes. Um, now, obviously, if you match two shields, uh, that will give you more defense. Now, things like apples and rum... Uh, there's no point matching those unless, of course, uh, you've taken damage and then obviously it will put that uh, back up. Um, 
there's three characters to choose from at the beginning, and they're all selectable. I will just say, if you are playing this on any other platform, such as Steam, for instance, uh, you have to actually complete the game once to unlock one of those characters. But they appear completely unlocked on, on this version anyway. But whether that be the case with Indie Heroes Collection 3, I don't know. Um, you've got to go through four locations, um, eventually arriving at the palace. Um, basically, you have to keep matching and keep gaining experience. And when you hit level six on each stage, you'll get a boss battle. So you'll get a much stronger enemy. And, uh, and for that, hopefully you've done enough matching and enough building of your shields and, and your strikes so that, um, I mean, sometimes I've even leveled up and I've got a little crown on and I've become like a, like a king knight and um, I'm ready to do battle. And I think it was uh, the, the third boss that I completely turned to ashes in about 30 seconds because I was so <laughs> powerful when he arrived. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty good fun. Um, overall, the game is pretty short, depending on whether you're into this type of strategy game or not. Um, but for those that don't know, I do know uh, PSCD games very, very well. Uh, we first became friends with uh, bringing Foxyland, of course, to uh, Indie Heroes Collection 1. Um, and then obviously later Thunderball and uh, this one. Now, if you are into this type of game and you do want even uh, more of this, uh, this type of thing, I can exclusively reveal tonight that they are making a sequel called Bone Marrow Reborn. Now, what would that offer against this? Uh, just to, to quickly cover that. Um, basically, it's got several times more content. Uh, it's got several times more levels to explore. It's got character upgrades and also the different classes of fighter. Whereas at the moment, with the three you select at the beginning, no matter who you select, it won't give you a different ending, for instance. And also your stats won't be any different. Uh, which would have been a nice touch, but obviously the sequel hopefully will put that right. So if in the comment section that's something you'd like to see on a future cart, let us know in the comment section. And uh, when I speak to PSED Games in the very near future, I'll let them know. Excellent. I mean, it, it, it ticks a lot of boxes, that game. It's got that sort of Dungeons & Dragons element vibe about it. I know Tim in the chat said that looks like it's uh, actually his kind of game. Um who doesn't love an RPG apart from Dorbs? I know Dorbs isn't uh, massive into RPGs, but I do like a uh, an RPG and I do like a puzzle game. So, you know, throwing all of these together into, you know, what looks like a board game as well. I mean, that's really quite ingenious. I like the look of that a lot. Definitely. Um, are they working on the sequel now or is that something? They are. Is yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's soon be ready to go. Yeah. Fantastic so when did, news. When did they release this one originally? Um, the first time I saw it was a couple of years ago now. Okay. Uh, for the for the Mega Drive, so um, yeah, as I say, I think it's I think it's been out a little while now. So yeah, excellent. I mean, it, it yeah, it looks different, and I like different. I think mean, I know we always say with the indie stuff, this is really what for me the Evercade is for so to be able to see games like this coming out something a little bit unique a little bit different yeah color me interested i think uh i think i need to um i think i need to play this game it looks looks a lot of fun absolutely fantastic okie dokie so we're going to move on to uh, a topic which um obviously a few people are going to be a bit miffed about it's one of those things 
Um, but we like to talk about everything on this podcast, so let's dive into it. That is uh, more delays. So there's uh, a couple of delays that have started to come through. Um, Mr. Ryan or Mr. Derek, can either of you give us uh, the lowdown on and how many there are and which ones there are? We can sort of break each one down and see where, where we're all at. Well, basically, uh, the next four cartridges. So uh, Sunsoft and... Um, and um, Delphine. Yeah, Delphine Software are uh, now scheduled for the 6th of October. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, not too much longer to wait. It was only for the end of the month. And uh, and then, obviously, you've got um, Home Computer Heroes. Um, at the end of that, October, it was supposed to have been with uh, Full Void, and that will now be the 14th of November. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a little bit longer to wait for those, um, unfortunately. Okay. But that's not what I would maybe call like a mega delay. That's... Oh. We're not talking months. We're talking a couple of weeks at most, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Should should be a couple of weeks at most. Have they said what the delays are for these carts specifically? No. 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 I, no, I, I guess... Imagine... Oh, no, no so go, on, go on, Derek. Sorry. No, that's all right. Yeah, I would imagine this uh, manufacturer end. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, yes, yeah, it's... it's uh, just one of those things, I suppose, in the uh, hmm. modern era. Okay. Yeah, so I Ryan, guess, you were going to die on that. Yeah, I, I guess my concern is, will these delays cause Duke Nukem to be delayed and the Evercade VS Atomic Edition to be delayed? Is it going to have a knock-on effect? Because otherwise you're going to have a lot of stuff coming out all at the same time. I, I don't mm. know. Is is the, is there going to be a, a knock-on effect? Are people's VS is going to be delayed? till after christmas which i really hope they're not and and i'm only speculating i'm sure they won't be um but yeah will will these delays have because obviously the delphi and the sunsoft delays have had a knock-on effect of the next two cartridges mm-hmm. so you you know you you would hazard a guess that that's going to have an effect on the duke nukem and those evercade vs atomics and then obviously the super pockets are due out they're due out at the end of october aren't they yeah, so end of october. yeah. seven weeks away i haven't seen one with a youtuber yet and um, reviewing it i've not actually seen one a photo of one apart from on on the video that when they announced it i've, I've not seen anything of the super pocket um mm. Apart from like the promo pictures, I guess as well. Um, but yeah, there's not been any hands-on videos of that or anything. Mm. So yeah, is it concerning, or shall we just, you know, let Evercade do their thing and everything will come together? I don't know. It's it's difficult, isn't it? Because if it's it, it, delays, generally only make something better. Is they never delay something because they just want to annoy people or, you know, this could be for any company. I don't know any company that, that wants to delay anything. You you normally want your product out on time because then people can play it. People can get excited about it. Um, I guess it just depends what the, what the delays are for. If the delays are, um, you know, like you say, Derek, some manufacturing or some production line issue, that's out of their hands. Um, I mean, in all honesty, most of the stuff can be, 
can be out of people's hands. You never really know what's going to happen when it comes to things like technology. Um, and I guess small independent companies, especially it, it gets even harder. You know, if you look at giants like Apple or, you know, Microsoft or something, then, you know, by and large, they've, they've got a product ready to go by the time they announce it. So any delay that happens is, you know, normally pretty mega. Um, but I, I appreciate there was a comment there that just said that it, it, it disappoints people because there will be people that are genuinely, you know, really looking forward to it. Um, but I guess it's, if it's only by a couple of weeks at the most, it's, that's, that's not long to wait. And I think everyone can, can always wait a couple of weeks. There's never, it's not as if we don't have enough games to keep us going between now and a couple of weeks time. Yes, it's massively irritating. Um, hopefully it's not going to sour anyone's experience or anything like that um i guess the the thing that always i i guess would frustrate people is those who've ordered from funstock where they take the money immediately and mm. then you'll get in delay after delay after delay potentially when when they've been sat on your money for I don't know four or five months, so mm -hmm. I, I get if if you've paid up front, you're going to be frustrated and and in a way you're going to be concerned. Is that product ever going to turn up? Mm -hmm. um, and I, I know mm -hmm. it like Blaze have got a history of, of delivering things, so it, I'm, I'm, it's not going to be a problem. But I, I can see people, you know, if if that Atomic VS gets delayed to after Christmas. People are going to be onto Funstock, desperate to get a Christmas present for someone, and they're going to be asking for that money back. And then Evercade are going to be stuck with a load of Atomic VSs mm -hmm. that they're going to have to try and shift in in the new year, as well as Super Pockets and various other other things. So, um, yeah, the fingers crossed that hopefully these delays aren't anything too long, and everyone gets what they want before Christmas because nobody wants to be sat there Christmas Day without the present that they were expecting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's an interesting comment here from uh, Taxophile. Uh, was it say there? Um, yeah, I wondered if they're trying to ensure Amiga games work out the box, especially after the Team 17 issues. Um, are all of the ports on the Amiga 2 collection Amiga ports? Or are they... No, no. Flashbacks, obviously, Mega Drive. Um, obviously, Another World. And um, the others are Amiga. Yep. So that could that could very well be it then. So I know a few people have said that the Team 17 cart had a few issues. So it could be that um that yeah, that they've they've kind of maybe pulled that back a bit just to um yeah, just to maybe keep it keep it running. Um yeah, I mean that is also a very good point. At least they're running a bit late, unlike limited run. So I mean we can we can definitely sort of touch on that because it's it's a very good comparison actually. That's a that's a really good point. And I know um, a friend of the channel, um, you know Gemma from Gebs Twenty Four, has also done um, a topic about this because she gets frustrated with it. We all get frustrated with it. Anyone that actively puts um, a pre order in for anything that pays up front and limited run do that. You pay up front, um, and then they they're, they're very open and they say you're not going to see your product for at least three to four months, possibly five months after you've paid for it because they need to enter manufacturing um, and they do their pre-order window to basically see how many they need to make. 
So and it's crowdfunding, what... isn't it? it it's well, yeah. crowdfunding, but do it, hiding it behind pre-orders. It, it's it is, isn't it? I think, I, I think with limited run, they their product always sells out. There's a there's there's no worry about any of it. Every single one of their limited ones sell out because they are limited to X number. It used to be they limit them to like a thousand. So everyone would buy them, they disappear, and then they they fetch a huge profit on the aftermarket. Whereas now what they do is they say the the pre-order window is, say, 1st of August to the 5th of September. After that, it's never going to get reprinted. But during that period, it tells them exactly how many they need to make. Um, but on top of that, aside from all the standard editions, I don't really get many of the mega editions from them because they're really expensive. The standard editions normally come quite quickly. So within five to six months of your pre-order, they normally arrive on your doorstep. The big box sets, the ones that have got all the extras, the, the figures, and all these other things, they can take years, like literally years, to turn up on your doorstep. Um, I know the Streets of Rage 4 version, I think, literally started landing on people's doorsteps a couple of months ago. And my copy of Streets of Rage 4, my regular copy, turned up, I want to say, 18 months ago. Um, and then that doesn't include also the six months pre-order that you you tacked on at that point. So, yeah, I think that's a really good point. Blaze kind of saying, yeah, all right, it, it, there's going to be a delay of two weeks. Um, just bear with us is a is a fairly good shout as opposed to just kind of not saying anything. And then basically everyone getting an email the day of release saying, oh, don't worry, it's coming now. Sorry about that. There was a bit of an issue. They, they, they do at least come forward and they do hold their hands up straight away, I guess, and sort of say that there's going to be a problem. Just bear with us for a couple of weeks. Um, but I do agree with you, Ryan, as well. It doesn't help when you pump that money up front. I know £17 is £17, but that's half a tank of petrol, you know, and if you need to get to work, that's, you know, we're living in those times where, you know, people are kind of living paycheck to paycheck at the moment. So, um, but hopefully it's not going to be too much of a problem. Hopefully the, uh, the delays on these, uh, these newer carts will just, um, be a couple of weeks, bit of manufacturing and, and they'll be in everyone's hands before, before they even realize those two weeks are gone. So let's, let's hope that that's what it is. Um, did we mention that there was going to be a delay to, the Duke Nukem announcement. I know we touched on it earlier. Um, Derek, I don't know if you've got a little bit more info you can fill us in with there. Uh, yeah, basically, instead of tomorrow, you're going to get your Duke Nukem announcement towards the end of this month. I will just say for people that are pre-ordering tomorrow, uh, there is something extremely special about Duke Nukem 3D. So you are definitely going to want that collection if you're a Duke fan. This isn't Tim Pot rubbish on there. This is really good stuff. So, uh, yeah, when it gets a reveal, I think you're going to be very, very happy. So uh, fingers crossed. <sighs> it's not too long. You'll have to wait. Man, what, what does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean? So is there is there something in the game? Is there something... Is there something that comes in the box? The version. Ooh. Ooh, colour me interested. So is this going to be different to the other ports that are still doing the rounds at the moment? Ooh, well, Don't raise your eyebrow at me, Derek. You'll Don't raise your eyebrow at me. 
that ever teasing eyebrow. Good grief. Okay. So I think most people were probably going to be pre-ordering Duke Nukem, but that's that's almost going to be a must now, I think, isn't it? You're gonna you you are gonna need to pre-order uh Duke Nukem or at least the Duke Nukem 3D collection for sure. Um do both uh, the Duke Nukem carts go up for pre-order tomorrow? Yes. Oh, dear. Do do we expect to see limited edition versions of the boxes like full void? Or is that something you can't say? No, I can't really say. But yeah, there will be something noticeably different about both of them. Oh, just... God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Because I, do you know what? And I, and I get FOMO with these things sometimes. Every now and then I sort of sleep on something that I'm unsure on and then I regret it. Really what I should do is just always throw in a pre-order and then cancel it if I'm not interested. So you mentioned full void there, Ryan, with that packaging. I slept on it and I kind of thought, do I, do I, don't I? I'm not really sure. And now it's gone. You're like, ah, maybe I did. (laughs) So I think tomorrow will be a pre-order for both versions of Duke Nukem for certain and see where that takes us. I mean, it's, it, it's Duke Nukem. It's going to be one of the carts that I pick up anyway. Um, that especially 3D. Duke Nukem 3D holds a very, very special place um, in my heart. I think most of us remember playing it either on PS1 or PC if we were lucky enough. And just the absolute riot that is Duke Nukem 3D. So, ooh, tantalizing. Oh, I like this comment here. Does it come with a free stick of bubble gum? I mean, that is a marketing genius Mr. Shadow Gaming. And if, if Blaze haven't thought of that yet, can you please make sure that the initial pressings of this come with a free stick of bubblegum? Please. Come on. That's that's genius. I think they should pay you for that, Shadow, if I'm honest. That's absolutely <laughs> superb. Um, excellent. Yeah, I think people are now thinking there's going to be a Duke Nukem collector's version of, of some sort. Oh. Let the internet run wild with... Uh, with all sorts of, yeah, exactly, exactly, Mr. Goldtooth. We need you to <laughs> sing that for me. That's the first thing that came into my head there was Shaka, is it Shakademus and Pliers that did that? Oh, dear. Maybe we could get um, Goldtooth to record something, and every time Derek gives us a little teaser, we could just play that over. Oh, <laughs> please, Goldtooth, would you do that for us? That would be unreal, absolutely unreal. That would be so, so good. That'd be great. Excellent. I'm all into that. Um, Okay. Are there? Oh, any just before other... we, yeah, just before we move on, is this going to be available on Amazon, Argos Game, uh, GameStop in America, all, all the usual? Yeah, standard as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I've not had any, um, yeah, suggestion it wouldn't be. So yeah, yeah, it should just be across the board as usual. Excellent. Excellent. We shall do that then. Keep our eyes peeled tomorrow. Don't sleep on the Duke Nukem pre-order. Uh. Okie dokie. So the next topic also is slightly uh, off brand, but again, something that I think a few people have asked us to uh, to talk about and address. And that is that there are a couple more carts that seem to be failing. Are there specific carts that appear to be failing or is it just sort of random at the moment? Well, from what I see in the Evercade Hangout uh, Facebook group, give that a little plug there, and feel free to <laughs> come and join us. Uh, fastest growing um, Evercade group on Facebook, my ad. Um, yeah, what 
what what I've seen is is people are having carts that are beginning to fail, and because they're over a year, I want to say that the Blaze warranty is is two years. Um, if they're over two years old, Blaze aren't replacing them, which they're within their right to do um, under the consumer law or, or whatever it is. Um, but these carts shouldn't be failing after two years. And this comment on the Evercade Hangout really um, concerned me. Um, someone, I won't name them, they said they, they had an issue with free games won't work any longer on a cart for my VS. And um, so I've said, you know, it's disappointing to hear, did Evercade tell you, you know, what did Evercade tell you? And he said, and, and I can only say this is what he's told me. I don't know for 100% fact if this is what Evercade have actually sent him. Um, so I'll just put that disclaimer out there. But he said that the reply he got from Evercade was, the issue with the Mega Cat 2 car is that those specific games, which does not load for you, they require an update. And rarely, but it happens that this update is applied incorrectly. Therefore, the files are becoming corrupted, making the games not load anymore. This can only be fixed by replacing the cart. Um, and that's really concerning. If if that is genuine and Blaze have, or Evercade have gone back to him and said that their update is causing a cartridge to corrupt, um, that's really unfair on individuals mm. that's happening to you. Um, and that's why I wanted to cover this um, topic tonight because updates shouldn't be breaking people's cartridges if that's the case and um it's really mm. disappointing and i'm i'm with you earlier ollie and I, I didn't touch on it because i didn't want to um mention it then but i've not downloaded the new game of the month because i don't want to cause any more <laughs> any more issues to any of my cartridges because every, everyone knows my pico one's dead so um yeah I, I don't want any more any more issues with it and i, I know blaze are excellent at replacing anything up to that two-year point no questions asked as long as you've brought it from a legitimate retailer like amazon game argos funstock um, they're really helpful and they'll replace it just send them a couple of videos or pictures mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's just disappointing after that two years if people are updating an evercade system and then that cartridge stops working as soon as they've done that update mm. and is that the fault of the customer i don't think it is no um like you say, it's a, it's a really difficult one, isn't it? Because you can't indefinitely um, say a product is going to be looked after. You know, you get it with a car, don't you? You get normally get three years warranty on a brand new car, a year's warranty on a secondhand car. You can take out extended warranty if you want to. Um, you know, everything has a a warranty life. You know, I don't want to say a shelf life because, you know, I've got NES games that still work. Um, but everything has a, a sort of lifespan. Um, and if, 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 if Blaze are going to sort of continue maybe with the Evercade brand and the Evercade as a product, um, maybe seeing how some of the carts are, are running now, maybe that could give them an idea as to how they could maybe rectify it in the future. You know, I, I, I don't know anything about the production line of any of these things, how easy they are to make, how hard they are to make, how they go on the systems, how they go on the cart. I got no idea because I just, my technical knowledge on this sort of stuff is pretty zero um but if there are things that are starting to show signs of wear and tear that could be a good flag to kind of think right from mid 24 all the carts are now going to get made using a different process or there's a new um a new chip or a new way that they're they're installed on the carts themselves i like i say i have no idea i don't claim to know anything about how this kind of thing works um 
But if it is becoming a big problem and it is going to start affecting people's carts throughout, you know, without their wanting to just purely because they want to have the most up-to-date software or firmware on their, on their consoles, then yeah, maybe it, maybe it could be time to start thinking about the future. How are you going to maybe try and prevent this from happening on, um, on some of your future carts? Cause it's, it is concerning. You know, I do agree. It is concerning. Um, especially if it's a known problem. Um, yeah, we'll have to sort of see how that one goes. Maybe we'll reach out to the person that that made that comment and kind of see how things kind of progress um, and just sort of see what's, see what's what. Um, hmm, that's, that's, that's quite sad. <laughs> I'm a little bit sad for that person. Because, um, yeah, I think if there's a specific cart maybe that they know is going to have a problem with an update, maybe then it's like if it's outside of the warranty, and someone says, look, I've done the update, my cart's no longer working, maybe that could be a replacement cart that they do maybe as like a a gesture, you know, like a one-off gesture for this specific cart. If it doesn't work, send us a video like they always do. And uh, we'll see what we can see what we can sort for you because that's the, the one thing I've never been able to um, fault them on is their customer service. The customer service has always been very, very good. They always do their absolute best to um appease people and to make the best of bad situations if they arise so you know i could i could never fault blaze or evercay for their customer service they're always pretty top tier if i'm honest um so yeah hopefully that will continue and they'll be able to i don't know maybe address these issues moving forward um yeah i don't know if anybody else has anything else on that at all i don't know no, I mean, it's a good idea. They, you know, they do need to review the product, especially if they aim for it to be around for another two or three years. Um, to put a bit more thought into those cartridges would be uh, just to future-proof them, really, and make mm. sure people, as you say, can have them for uh, for extended periods of time. That would definitely be a good idea. Um, I know with the original handheld, if you update on the PC, it does say it's a disclaimer, and if it goes wrong, it's your fault, if I remember rightly. Mm. Um, I haven't updated an original for some time, but with the EXP, obviously, um, I don't think there's any any such disclaimer. You just kind of enter like you do with the uh, Versus, and mm. um, yeah, it updates. So uh, yeah, maybe if people have got the Versus and the EXP, then perhaps all the original, perhaps only update, say, the Versus each time, and um, if anything needs to go into the cartridges in the future, you can put it in through that way rather than affecting your handheld, maybe just for the time mm -hmm. being. Yeah. Yeah. Be, um, I was just going to say, it'd be good if, if your VS could reflash the cartridge somehow. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's got that. I don't know. I don't even know if something like that would work, whether the VS, I guess the VS has got some kind of technology because it updated the game on Mega Cats 2, didn't it? Um, from a demo to the full game of the Rainius Tale, was it? So it, yeah. it's obviously, it's able to do something so to change that game and I don't know how it even goes about doing that. Um, so yeah, surely there must be mm. a way that they can fix these cartridges for people. And as I say, with, with that message that was on the Evercade Hangout, I, uh, with, with any anything, I, I don't know 100% whether that's come from Blaze or not. He's just shared it in the group um, and he's saying that it is um 
but yeah, if, if that is the response that he did get, then yeah, that's very disappointing. Hmm. Hmm. Watch this space. That can be something we maybe come back to in a couple of months and see where, see where we're at. Um, yeah. Disappointing. We'll see how that runs. See how it runs. Okie dokie. So we have reached the point of the show where we can answer any questions that have been asked of the panel or specifically to Mr. Derek and dear Derek. Um, we've got quite a few um, all start up here. So let's go to the very first one, which is from a uh, good friend, and longtime viewer, Mr. Nicholas Skipkins. And that is uh, anyone going to WASD versus IGN in London later this week. Um, I wish I was. I really do, because there's so many events that I've kind of forgotten happening this year, this being one of them. Um, it would have been great to go to predominantly, like I said, because uh, Mag, middle-aged gamer guy, is going to be there. I really like Mag a lot, um, and it would have been a great excuse just to hang out with him, to be honest. Um so, yeah, I don't know if either of you two. Well, I don't think Ryan. I don't think you're going up, are you? <laughs> no, no, no. I I won't be. But again, I w I would have liked to have met Sean from Blaze. Yeah, uh, he's top bloke. Would have liked to have had a chat with him. Um, so yeah, disappointing. Um, but again, I I wasn't aware that it was happening. To be honest. Yeah, it's kind of snuck up on us, Mr. Derek. Are you heading to WASD? I did contemplate it actually, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I've got some prior commitments, so yeah, I don't think I'm going mm. to be able to make it. But uh, yeah, it's certainly going to be a good event. So anybody that does want to get down there, uh, it'll certainly be worth your time for sure. I think next year I'm just going to have to outline everything con wise and you know, um, have a really hard sit down with the missus and be like, right, so these are the <laughs> these are all the things I want to do, these are the weekends I'm ditching you. How can I make this up to you? Um, and then I can go to everything. Um, okay, so next one is from uh, Mr. Pete Snestastic. Do the panel have any FK predictions for 2024? We've sort of done a little bit of this kind of thing in the uh, in the past, but I don't know if anybody else has uh, any extra predictions they could make. With Derek, it's always very difficult because I feel like he's in the know. He sort of has these these little ways about him where he kind of says something and you're like, Oh my God. So I don't know. I know we've signed and said, we don't want any more hardware next year. Um, but I think we've said it before. I'd quite fancy an arcade stick. An official Evercade arcade stick would, would be pretty cool. Is that a prediction? I don't know. I don't know if they're, if it's going to happen next year. I know Sean sort of lightly touched on the idea that it's something he's pretty keen for as well. Um, what do you think, Ryan? Have you got any predictions for Evercade in 2024? I think that we'll get a, a new wrestling game next year. Sean's a big wrestling fan, and, and I strongly believe that he will give us a decent wrestling game in 2024. And I also imagine that we'll probably get another Pico collection, another Mega Cats collection, mm -hmm. another Intellivision collection, another atari collection i don't know um but yeah i i think we'll definitely get a wrestling game uh next year definitely okay okay derek have you got any predictions for what you would like to see next year yeah i mean obviously an arcade stick would be ideal for the uh versus uh console so yeah that would definitely be something i'd be interested in um i would imagine very shortly blaze will be signing off on the cartridges for next year um 
if I could say anything, I would say I think Capcom might play a little window in next year at some point. But yeah, we just have to wait and see. Derek, how can you do this to us all the time? Oh, see, this is where we need that uh, that gold tooth tease me uh, tease me video to punk in. Just, just in <laughs> we need it. We hundred percent need that for the next three, yeah. two weeks. He he has said that he's up for it. So I'll um yeah, gold tooth. I will be reaching out. Will be reaching out. Okay, okie dokie. So uh, next question. Oh, this is a great question, and I have to admit, until it was said. I didn't notice it. And this, this for me would probably be the, the, the compliment of my life. So dear Derek, what is it like looking like Kratos from God of War? And now that it's been said, I can kind of see it. I can. Uh, and you and Goldtooth look very familiar. Um, there could be a family resemblance there. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> that. That is a compliment. I mean, at some point, maybe if we get to doing a Halloween version of this, can you cosplay as Kratos? Yeah, at there you go. The, do, the, yeah. do the makeup. Yeah, that's it. yeah do that. the makeup. And yeah, yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Fantastic. So, yeah. Love it. Um, next one from Crazy Burger, specifically to Ryan. We've got a dear Ryan. Dear Ryan, where's your beard? I can't grow a beard. I just get like bum fluff, um, gush of wind will blow this away. So, yeah, I, I can't <laughs> grab it. Next one from Crazy Burger, also for Ryan as well. This one a bit more serious. What is the best game on Intellivision Collection 2? Oh, that's such a tough question. Uh, I, it's probably, is it Dungeon? What's it called? Dungeon, Ma Dungeon Master? Dungeon. No, it's called Tower of Doom. Tower of God, I'm way off. Tower of Doom, <laughs> I would say, is the best game on there. And I, yeah, I probably will go back to it. I'll give it another little little go. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, and, and that's <laughs> real clutching at straws. Question uh, next one from uh, Goldtooth again to Derek. This one, I'm kind of into. I have to admit, I'm kind of into this. Uh, dear Derek, what do you think of an Evercade arcade like the one, arcade one-ups, but sexier? Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, that could be a, perhaps a little task for somebody like Hyper Megatech to sort of bring us a, an arcade unit. So I will just say that at the moment, um, Hyper Megatech have no plans for any future devices to feature um, Evercade cartridges other than the Super Pocket range. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, that might be a little unrealistic. Perhaps uh, Blaze themselves, though, could bring it out under the Evercade uh, license. And I think that would be brilliant, incorporating the arcade stick and obviously be able to have multiplayer then, wouldn't you? So, yeah, mm. definitely. I'd be up for that, certainly. Yeah. Going back Go to on, Hyper, Hyper Megatech Super Pocket... I think they've made a mistake having the Evercade cartridge slot on there because I think down the line that's going to cause them problems with games potentially not working, uh, not loading, not being able to run properly, people having to update. I think they would have been better off just doing it as a closed unit and charging £30 for people to buy. And I still think they would have sold exactly as many as what they've sold now. I'm going to make that wild statement, but yeah, there we go. <laughs> And £30 a pop, people would have took a punt on them rather than £49.99. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Like it. Controversial opinions. That's what we're all about. 
question to the panel. Have the panel uh, ordered full void? Did you pick up the collector's edition? Uh, I did to start a single game card collection in the future. Um, so I said earlier that I have now have FOMO because I didn't get the collector's version. Um, I would like the collector's version, so I'll just keep my eyes on that going into stock somewhere at some point. I probably won't pay the aftermarket for it because I think it probably will have a little pricey price tag attached to it. So I will just get the standard version because I do like the look of this game quite a bit. So, uh, Mr. Derek, did you pull the trigger on a full void collector's edition? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I shall have the full void collector's edition here on the show when it launches on the 14th of November. So uh, not long to wait. I will just say for anybody in the comments section that's perhaps got Xbox or Switch, it comes out full void tomorrow digitally on those platforms. So um, obviously it's out on Steam already. So uh, mm -hmm. yeah, a little plug there for anybody who wants to get an advanced peek at the game. Mm -hmm. That's certainly one way to do it. Exciting. And it's also Ryan. on on Steam as well. I yes. have contemplated ordering it on my Steam Deck, but I have um, ordered the limited collector's edition, so um, I have got that coming as well. I, only because it was available on Amazon, so I didn't have to pay up front, which I'm, I'm mm. not a fan of doing. So, yeah, I have taken the plunge on it. And if you're a fan of um, Full Void or you're really looking forward to that cartridge, then um, keep an eye on our page over the next... Um, or on our channel even over the next few weeks because we may have something very special for you coming up. Oh, oh yes. And that's I've something that Derek. I can... I've done a Derek tease. <laughs> and do you know what? I can I can even raise my eyebrow because I know what this is. So I'm just gonna <laughs> just give a little cheeky eyebrow raise there. So yes, that is that is yeah. Can't wait for that, Ryan. Excellent stuff. Um Next question from Mr. Skipkins. Are the Super Pockets delayed and will they be playable at WASD? Um, I have absolutely no idea. Um, Derek, do you have any idea if the Super Pockets are delayed and are they at WASD? They are at WASD, I gather. So, yeah, there will be a Ooh. chance to get hands on with them there. Um, as for the delays, nothing at present. So, um, yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, they're still on for the end of October. But I'm sure in coming weeks, we will find out. Okay. Uh, Mr. Skipkins, are you headed to WASD? Um, if so, and you head to the Evercade stand, do take some pics of everything there. Um, and also, if you do get to have a bit of a hands-on with a Super Pocket, um, maybe you can give us some words um, and your opinion um, so that we can talk about it on the next Total Evercade podcast. That would be really interesting to hear from someone who's actually had hands on and can actually talk about the unit. So, yeah, please do, mate. If you're if you're headed there, let us know. Um, be great to get a little uh, a little exclusive review from you. That'd be great. Um, OK, next question uh, from Pete. Again, question to the panel. Have we pulled the trigger on the Hyper Megatech? super pocket uh i personally haven't um again that's not because i don't think it's got a place it's more um i just don't know what it's like um so i would like to have a little hands-on play with it much like i did the evercade really to be fair at first to see how um it, it's gonna fit into my gaming life um start with ryan have you uh pulled the trigger on a hyper megatech super pocket no i i haven't i i 
I don't think I'll play it, to be honest. £50 for another handheld. Mm-hmm. I, no, I, I haven't. I've got one of those um, for my birthday. I've got one of those like mini Street Fighter arcade cabinets, which is quite yep. cool. I've been playing that quite a bit lately. So that's filled my Capcom void. That's the only mm-hmm. game that I would really want to play on the Super Pocket. The other games mm-hmm. don't particularly interest me. Um, Final Fight, maybe. Um, I think that's on there, isn't it? Is it, no, is it Final Fight? Or, no, yeah. Yeah, it is Final Fight, isn't it? Um, yeah, so no, I, I wouldn't get any play out of it. I, I think I've got that little Street Fighter arcade thing and, and that's filled my Capcom void. Mm-hmm. Mr. Derek, have you uh, pulled the trigger on a Super Pocket? No, 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 not presently. Um, at the moment, as I say, I've got the EXP, which has all the built-in Capcom games. Uh, yep. So that's sorted that. And perhaps in the future, they can sort something out with uh, with Taito. But um, yeah, at the moment, as I say, I, I've I've just got so many different consoles with the verses and the EXP and the original. I'm not sure I'd I'd really make use of it if I was doing a lot of commuting things like that. It'd be ideal uh, to stick in my pocket, take one cartridge a day, and and get involved. But yeah, I'm not really sure how it fits into my life right now. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, at the moment, yeah, I haven't pressed a button. No. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's an interesting one. I still want an EXP, um, and I'm kind of holding out for that deal on Funstock to come back in, um, the one that's got a lot of carts that I don't have, um, and that's a cracking deal, but it's not in stock again. It's still not in stock. I need I need that to come back into stock so I can jump on that. Um, well, there's there's two there's you can buy pre-order a Super Pocket Limited Edition bundle, hundred and twenty pounds. Then you can have super pockets one and two and start your collection uh, i really want the exp with the cards that i don't have that's what i really want um <laughs> next question we've only got three left so next question is from uh mr arnold is the delay due to blaze spreading themselves too thin with hyper megatech um i i don't think so and I would say I don't think so, purely because I know that Hyper Megatech, albeit is under the Blaze brand, um, it is a separate team. So I don't think there's people from Blaze who are currently working on Ever- Evercade who are now working on Hyper Megatech. As far as I'm aware, I think it's two, um, two different teams. I could be completely wrong in that statement, but I'm pretty sure that that's what, what it is. So therefore, I don't necessarily think it is. Um I think the delays are just life. Um, you know, there's it's that old age old, they're a small company, but um, they are. It's an independent company. Um, and I think just, yeah, possibly just, just delays are, are part and parcel of the gig, unfortunately, at the moment. I don't know if, if anyone has any other thoughts on that or if anyone knows any different. Uh, Sean's obviously um, uh, marketing both Hyper Megatech and um, uh, Evercade um so across both those platforms they did double of course the the workforce uh not too long ago so uh yeah i like to think half of those went towards um hyper megatech so uh mm-hmm. yeah hopefully it's just simply uh delays in manufacturing mm-hmm. ryan anything you want to add on to that one uh, i i don't know to be honest i'll just be purely speculating so um mm-hmm. yeah i I don't know. I'm sure they're all working equally as hard on all the products to get them to us. Agreed. Um, 
One here from uh, Lammy Pie, Duke Nukem, one to get day one me. Yes, it is one to get day one because I slept on full void. Uh, and so, yes, I won't be sleeping on Duke Nukem tomorrow. I will be jumping on that. I hope um, you won't be sleeping with Duke Nukem, otherwise your wife won't be very happy. <laughs> I, don't know, I know Simon Miller did a good cosplay, and I know he, he, he does spend a lot of time down our way. But um... mm. Would she be more annoyed if I slept with Duke Nukem over somebody else? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to... I'll ask her later and see what she thinks, and I'll, I'll let you all know next uh, next next Total Evercade. Um, but yeah, I won't be missing out on that one. I will be jumping on that um, straight away. Uh, so the last one is from uh, Mr. Nick Craddock, Nick C., uh, and I think he's reading between lines here, <laughs> he but I, is. but I did star this anyway, because I thought it was, I thought, I thought it was great. Trying to catch Derek out. You'll never he catch is. him out. Ever. You won't, you, you, you've got to get up. Well, you, you won't be able to get up early enough to catch Derek out. I'm afraid, but his one is dear Derek is the Duke Nukem special edition exclusive to Funstock, or can we order from elsewhere? Well, we're not sure there will be one yet. That's the thing. Um, <laughs> If you think about the Xbox uh, 360, didn't they have a Duke Nukem Forever uh, with a Duke bust in it? Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, I don't know if any, anybody's ever ever seen that one. Um, yeah, I mean, that would be really funky, and I, I'd love that sort of thing, but I don't think we're going to, uh, unfortunately, uh, be able to have anything quite that fancy. Um, but, yeah, just just regular pre-orders tomorrow, I would imagine. But, yeah, you, you never really know what they've got up their sleeve, so... Yeah, mm -hmm. you uh, you might want to have those bank cards ready. Yep, um, and just because it's there and it's just tail end of it, we'll chuck it up there now. Really, really quick. There seems to be a new retro system every week these days. Are we hitting critical mass? Um, we could be. Um, I think people will continue to make these things uh, as long as people keep continuing to buy them. Um, the mini consoles are kind of like their own thing they just sort of don't feature into the i guess the the mass physical media market whereas at least with evercade there's new games coming out for these systems quite regularly so it's you've got your evercade and then you kind of add the games as opposed to there being like a new a new retro system um i know there's a lot of handhelds out there the sort of android handhelds they they come out every five seconds but again they're um uh, they're roms as opposed to um officially licensed stuff so i don't know I don't know, Ryan. What do you think? Are we are we hitting critical mass on new systems? I personally think there's way too many um, coming out at the moment, but people keep buying them, don't they? So, you know, people are going to keep um, bringing them out. I'm sorry, I'm, I am listening to you. I just want to show you um, these <coughs> little um, my arcade. What do these little systems remind you of? This is. Just let me show you what do these remind you of? These little systems. <laughs> they're, they're super pockets, aren't they? They're basically exactly the same, but without the well, they've got they've got probably got less games on them, and they haven't got the cartridge slot. But you can just see that market is so saturated, and it just makes you wonder why why Blaze have gone down that route. Hmm. Intriguing. Derek, what do you think? Are we reaching critical mass of new systems? I, I think think we could be really. Um, 
I don't know how much longevity this sort of thing's got in it, especially these days uh, uh, with the Steam decks and the things like that, which are sort of uh, dominating the, the top end of the market there. Um, there was definitely um, a really good time for these handhelds, especially around the NES Mini and the Super Nintendo Mini that were taking mm. off. And these sort of all jumped on the bandwagon. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure how much life they've got in them. I think the most important thing for any of these handhelds is to get something everybody else isn't doing on your handheld. I have seen a couple. Um, I've seen one Pico Interactive's working on, and I've seen uh, another one that Pixel Hearts uh, is as well. And they seem to have signed some pretty unusual uh, arcade uh, licenses. But... Um, yeah, if you're just going to go with run-of-the-mill price point, you've got to get it right because mm. how many handhelds are there out there that are running Taito or Capcom or Sega or Konami? Uh, so you've mm -hmm. really, really got to make sure you batten down the hatches and come in as tight as you can, uh, making probably minimal profit but uh, maximizing your sales. Mm. Intriguing. It's, there's a there's a good discussion to be had there for sure. I think um, I think there's probably a topic we can we can come back to on that um we have reached the end gentlemen it's been a uh, another packed episode there's been lots to talk about lots to digest um and the uh, the chat as always has been absolutely busy as anything there's been a lot of people talking about a lot of great things in the chat there so um thank you everyone who has been in the chat and has been um tuning in live it's been uh, very uh, very enjoyable always lovely to see everybody in the chat there uh, people disagreeing respectfully which is the way it should be absolutely fantastic so you are all welcome here um, in two weeks time when we come back for um, episode 16 and i'm sure we will have some fantastic things to be talking about as always um so uh just thank you uh ryan and uh, thank you as always uh derek for um having this show run as smooth as it does between the two of you i literally just talk i just say the topics you guys <laughs> run with it so <laughs> the show would be nothing without the pair of you um and uh yeah just everyone who is in the chat if you are uh, not already or for anyone in the youtube verse that finds us through the uh, the elusive youtube algorithm if you are new to the channel please do uh, hit that thumbs up so that we know that you've been here consider hitting that subscribe button because that means a great deal to us um and would allow us to keep making great content uh we will be here in two weeks time for episode 16 um, and also we'll have a little cheeky plug for uh, the Evercade Hangout, which is, as Ryan said, the fastest growing Evercade fans group on Facebook. Uh, it's a really good group of people. Uh, people, again, share their thoughts. They share their opinions. There's people that you may not agree with. So the only rule over at the uh, Evercade Hangout is don't be a knob. And Please don't block uh, the admins. That's what someone done the other day. <laughs> He had, he, disagreed well, yes. with me and he was like right you're blocked and i was like right you're banned <laughs> see you later <laughs> like, what are you blocked me for just i don't think he realized i was an admin that did make me chuckle yeah. i thought i can't keep an eye on him if he's uh blocked me so i didn't have a choice exactly it does make it difficult to police the uh 
police the group if there are people uh, blocking the admins. So yes, not 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 the smartest move, but never mind. We don't we don't, very rarely does do, do people get blocked from that group. Um, but there have been instances. I know people. Some people think it's lawless over at the bloody Evercade hangout, but there are people that do raise issues with us. We do look. They do get looked into, um, and there have been people that have been told that don't behave like that. That's unacceptable. Um, so it is a it's a very good place to come if you want to 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 talk to people who maybe might not agree with you. It's a great place. Come come and, join and us also, in the hangout. If people have got suggestions to what we talk about on these shows, then by all means drop any of us a message on Facebook or Twitter. Um so top and hats on Twitter so you can always tweet him with ideas for the show. Um yep message me and ollie and and said top hat as well um in the hangout or just do a post on the hangout and let us know what you want us to talk about and we're always willing to talk about what people want us to talk about brilliant stuff so yes uh, like ryan says they're heading over to uh, derek over on twitter so top and hat give them a follow if you don't already because you're missing out if you're not um fantastic gentlemen it's been an absolute pleasure can't wait for the next episode hopefully blunners will be able to join us on the next episode um but yeah just thank you both uh, for a wonderful evening thank you everyone again in the chat and we will see you all in two weeks time so good evening and good luck with your duke nukem pre-orders get on that get on it <laughs> good evening.